The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of the SGPN and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Make sure to check out our brand new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Every week, giving the people what they want, and that is talking about racing things. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Gomez, And this, of course, is the DFS episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, where we give you our favorite DFS plays at various price points in and on the slate for this week's Fire Keepers 400 at the Michigan International Speedway, a two mile oval that is uh set for 200 laps around this thing now cody now we have laps to lead around this track so we can talk about some laps led this week but cody uh we you know we're we're already two episodes deep into this week but man i am ready for some racing i'm so pumped rod it's man again i've said it a hundred times but every race this season has been so good so competitive NASCAR has just crushed it with this new car. The schedule we talked about, or they've been changing it up, going to all these different styles, giving us a new challenge every week, giving the drivers a new challenge every week. I love it. So, yeah, changing things up a little bit this week. Laps led, fastest laps, going to mean a lot more than they did last week on the road course, which ended up, man, there were so many different ways to play things last week after the way qualifying shook out and just the craziness of, Hopefully you didn't look at your uh, lineup the last few laps like I did. Go from winning a ton before that last crash to to not winning anything after Ross Chastain's little uh, take a side street stunt. But uh, <laughs> here we are again for another week of it. I, I made the mistake of actually checking in a couple of times and I was up top and I was like, yeah. And then all of a sudden the, the restarts happened and I wasn't and I was like, ah. And then a couple of times I was back up on top again. I made the card. I made the the cardinal mistake of actually checking in on my DFS lineups last week, and boy, uh, I could not handle it. And unfortunately, yeah, that especially that last lap wreck just sort of made everything uh, just completely fall off. And yeah, I mean, I had Harvick in there, and it just yeah, heartbreak, just total heartbreak. 
in the DFS world. But Cody, hopefully there'll be a lot less madness this week, and hopefully this Michigan track is going to be more generous to us than the Indianapolis Grand Prix track. And as we always will, break down our favorite plays as high, mid, and value plays for the slate. Um, so, Cody, let, let's talk a little bit about... Um, like we said, this track is set for 200 laps at two miles, so we're definitely in for uh, some pit stops and some all kinds of different strategy to work out. But there's some high-priced drivers in here that we expect, and there's actually some mid-tier ones that I'm a little bit, you know, surprised over. But by and large, you know, this this slate is priced about the way we thought it was going to be. So. Why don't we go ahead and break down our favorite play at the most expensive positions? Yeah, yeah, pretty priced the way you I would have expected other than the guy I'm going to give out. Um, Chase Elliott's the highest guy on the slate, and I definitely considered him because and we talk about it on the betting show, so if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen. We expect big things from him again this week. He's just been so consistent that, that he's probably going to be a pretty chalky play. But I scrolled down a little bit here, and at 9,300, so, so Elliot's top of the board at $10,900. So you can get a $1,600 discount here if you jump down to Ryan Blaney. And again, talked about him on the betting show, huge on Ryan Blaney this week. This place, one of the places he's the best at. He won here last year. He's had great cars, especially the last few weeks. He's really started to put things together. The results haven't been there. They've, they've run into those issues, but we've seen it with a guy like Tyler Reddick where they've run into those issues, they've had problems, and once they get it righted, now he's got a couple of wins, now he's running good every week, and I think that this is going to be the week that things turn around for Ryan Blaney. I don't know that a ton of people are going to play him. If you look last week at the Brickyard, um, you know, at the Indy Road Course, only 1.6 points. The week before, negative 21 points after wrecking out. You go back a, a little bit, um, at Atlanta, he had 41 points, Road America 41, um, back in Nashville, he had 47, 46 the week before, 61 back at uh, Worldwide Technologies, the Gateway Racetrack there in uh, St. Louis. So he's given you some good performances, and this is he's more of a, a guy that I think can be the difference maker in your lineup. I don't, you, I would not plug him into every lineup. The bad luck bug, we've seen it so many times with so many of these guys, could easily bite you. But I think if you do play him, he could be a guy that could come out. He could lead a ton of laps. He could win this race. I actually expect him to win this race. Spoiler alert, if you haven't got to the betting show, I'm very, very big on Ryan Blaney. He's going to make or break my week most likely. And uh, so, so again, where I expected him, and we talked about this in the recap show, expected him to be one of the favorited drivers to win this race. Not so much the case. And again, $1,600 cheaper than the most highest priced guy on here. He is a guy that you can play and build some other stud guys into your lineup and and save money where you don't have to dumpster dive quite as much and, and could break you this week and, and in a good way, give you the break you need and, and cash the money, cash, cash it for you. Well, and I do. I love this as a tournament play because exactly like you said, there's a lot of people that probably won't be on him. And again, go back, listen to the the betting show, but we have some pretty strong feelings about the way Ford is going to run in this race. And in fact, it's backed up by the, the statistics that seven races in a row now, Ford has won this race on this, well, not necessarily this race, but on this track uh, in the Cup Series. So Ford's been a 
absolute dominant manufacturer. Cody has, has alluded to it several times over that this is right in their backyard. This is Michigan. This is the big Ford manufacturer's uh, place of business. This is where all the executives are, and they always want to put on a good show for the bosses to keep them on the track. So, I mean, for them to have won seven in a row, and Blaney's been one of those guys. Uh, yeah, you're right. Last week was just a terrible luck. Uh, if it weren't for Almondinger, probably just being on his absolute last leg of anything. I think a healthy Almondinger and, and a hydrated Almondinger would not have run Blaney over at, that badly. I think if he would add a little more reaction time, he might have raced Blaney a little more cleanly, but unfortunately he had nothing left in the tank, uh, literally and figuratively. So it was up, you know, just bad, wrong place, wrong time. So yeah, I like Blaney. I really do. I think this is a great play, especially at a step down from from the guys and, and a great tournament pivot. Yep. Yeah, and I'm all aboard the Ford train. Actually, all three of my picks I'm going to give you today, all Fords. So I, you know, like you said, seven races in a row at a track. That's pretty impressive from one manufacturer. Yes, they've not been the best manufacturer this year, and they've probably been the worst. Again, we talked about it on the betting show, but this is a track they always show up to. It means something more here because all the execs are here. You're, you know, not far from Detroit where all these cars are manufactured and, and all the headquarters are and all of that stuff. So this is where they're going to show up. And again, I think this is Ryan Blaney. We talked about it a little bit with Kyle Larson. I think this is also Ryan Blaney's chance to prove, you know, that, that he's, still one of those top guys he's you know he's had a pretty good season being one of the top guys in the standings despite having some bad runs here and there but he's not had that win yet other than winning the all-star race which you know that's that's a, a good win as well but but he's proved at a track sort of similar-ish you know this is obviously bigger shaped a little bit differently but he can get it done and he's proved here in the past he can get it done and i i really i'm just I got that feeling this week going with that, that gut energy and, uh, and Ryan Blaney is my, my hill to die on this week. So I'm going all the way, taking to the bank. Not a bad hill to die on. I do love me some Fords, which is why I'm giving you a Chevy as my top driver of the, <laughs> of the slate. And that is Kyle Larson. Look, he is $200 cheaper than Chase Elliott. It's not that much of a relief if you wanted to pivot off of Elliott, but I, I feel like Kyle Larson is going to actually win this race. Uh, I have high hopes for the five car to finally actually do something uh, this season. We we said it. I just it's it's tough to to see that Kyle Larson is having such a down season, considering we have such high hopes for him. <laughs> he came off of a, a stellar season last season, only to come back down to earth last sea or this season rather and and not necessarily win quite as many um races as he has but on this track his success cannot be argued and he did it in a car that was not even the best equipment he did it in that 42 car and and he's what he won three races in a row on this track going back uh to 2017 three races in a row that's hard to do so the fact that he could do it in subpar equipment in a, in a season where he wasn't really racing for much, that tells me that he can do it again. And I think the the five team is long overdue for a better finish because those guys have been steady cranking out some bad ones. And look, to be honest with you, he's got a lot to make up for for last week as well because who knows what happened on that that uh, lap where he just 
smashed headlong into into uh was it the 42 car right or the yeah, ty dillon ty yep. dillon yeah that was a rough wreck so kyle kyle's got to put it back on again and if there's a track that he needs to put it back on again it's this one it is a two mile open space expanse of just being him able to get behind the wheel and get into a rhythm right no right turns no funkiness no dirt no just a oval track that he's done a million times before and two miles is enough time to get some speed back up so again it's kyle larson i know he's pricey i know that he has yet to really give you the type of value that you want out of that uh, he's done it a couple of times he did it at the coke 600 where he gave you 85 points um you know so it, it's it's there for him right it's gonna happen eventually i like kyle larson on this track so i'll take him at ten thousand dollars yeah, and despite having to suffer through my voice, you get to listen to Rod's beautiful voice. But I highly suggest listening to all three shows throughout the weekend because even if you're not in an illegal betting state or you can't bet and stuff like that, there's still so many things that you can relate from the betting show into DFS, from DFS into betting. It all ties in together. So, so to kind of get our collective thoughts over all three episodes of where we stand and what we different angles we think and see on different things helps a lot because Kyle Larson, again, in the betting show, we talked about, or I talked about how I think this is his race that, that it's put up or shut up time for them. We're going to see what we're going to get from Kyle Larson the rest of the season this weekend. And if he doesn't show up, I think we can count him out. Not that you can count anybody out, especially this season, but for the most part, if he doesn't show up, if they can't get it done this week at this track, arguably his best track, where he's performed so well in such subpar equipment, I, you know, it just, if he doesn't get it done this week, I don't see it happening, but he's done it so much here and done it so well here last year. Again, was great. I think he ended up finishing third, but he, he a lot of laps and all of that stuff. So yes, I am fully on board with, with playing Kyle Larson this week. Love it, love it, love it. All right, our high-priced guys, Ryan Blaney and Kyle Larson. Ryan Blaney coming in at 9300 Kyle Larson coming in at $10,700. we will take a break. We'll come back, and we'll give you some salary relief plays in the mid-tiers for your DFS lineups. But before we do, let's tell you about Win. Are you thinking of joining WinBet? You probably should because now is the perfect time for brand new customers like you. You bet $100, they're going to give you a $100 free bet. And if you like betting baseball, which you probably do because you're DGen to the core, you got to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the perfect place to bet the MLB+. Plus, The WinBet casino is always open. It's open 24 hours a day. That is all day, every day. And you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000 dollars there there's so much to choose from and all you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w-i-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available if you or somebody you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 get into that discord server do it i was gonna say discord channel Yes, get into the channel. Get in the NASCAR gambling channel. Get in the F1 channel. Get in the movies and TV channel. Get in the crypto channel, fantasy football. 
Man, I'm telling you right now, if you like to talk about it, chances are there is a channel for you over in the SGPN Discord server. It is not only the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew, but it is also the place to proudly display your culinary prowess and all the food that you cook in the fat guy food aisle. I'm telling you right now, like I said, if there's something to talk about, we're talking about it over at the SGPN Discord. I see new users joining every single day. Want you to become the newest person to join the channel. Have Coach Leach give you a nice welcome and then help you level up along the way. If you want to get involved, get in there, get in the conversation, all you got to do is go to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com website. It's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. Get in on all the fun, all the wackiness, all the extra bets, and all of the trash talking when it comes to NASCAR DFS. Because lately, Cody, there's been a lot of opportunity to talk trash on the NASCAR DFS. Uh, it's just been a crazy last couple of weeks. Yeah, no kidding. And we do have a contest we put out in the Discord only every week. $5. We all got to play against each other. We talk shit to each other throughout the race. Oh, I'm beating you. Oh, look, he's winning now. And then after the race, and uh, it's it's always a big thing. So, uh, you know, props again to our guy at the Gindy 500. Snuck one out at the end there after the Chastain crap last week and cost me my win. But uh, I'm coming back for him this week. And, uh, yes, we hope everybody else will join in. And uh, maybe you can beat us and, and take our take a few bucks from us. Again, we're here to make you money. That's all we do, whether it's lose it to you or win it for you. It doesn't matter how. We just want it to get done. So, speaking of which, Cody, uh, let's take a let's take a step back in salary and and suggest some mid tier drivers here. Yeah, so kind of jumping down to to the middle range here again. Ford, I'm big on this week. Team Penske, I'm big on this week. Austin Sindrick, he's only seventy seven hundred dollars. This guy, uh, again, for a rookie, especially. Being thrown into the number two car, driving the number two car for Roger Penske is not a light thing. <laughs> light, because they were sponsored by Miller Light for so long. <laughs> I remember that. God, I'm so good at this. No, just kidding. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyways, not a light thing. I mean, you think about it, Rusty Wallace was in that car forever and ever. Kurt Busch had a short stint in there. Uh, but then Brad Keselowski, a long time in that car. Now you got Austin Sindrick, a rookie, jumping into that car taking over the reins. He comes out, he wins the Daytona 500. How much better can it get? Then he kind of went into that rookie slump that you would expect of not so great finishes. But the last couple, two months almost, he has been running well, impressing me. I've noticed him. I've been watching him. Um, 24 races, he's got nine top tens. For a rookie, again, that's pretty good. Uh, last week, he started second, finished second at the Indy Road Course, scored 42 points, pretty good for um uh for for a road course especially uh Pocono you know he he was one of those victims of of just losing control there in turn 3 spun the car out uh so obviously didn't get a good finish there not didn't score many points but you go back 45 points 50 points 35 points 55 points 59 points 31 points 54 points he's got a ton of races where he's giving you plenty of points for a guy that's only at 7700 i could easily see an Austin Cindric top 10 finish this week and for a guy this far down there especially depending on where he starts if he starts back a little farther and i mean he's not he's he's hit and miss on qualifying i mean started second last week on the road course but pocono he was 20th the week before that 28th he's got a couple fifth place starts a couple 24th and 25th place starts so especially if he's starting a little farther back 
He's going to be a great play, I think, for me because he's a guy that can get you a solid finish. We believe Ford's going to be strong. We believe Team Penske is going to be strong. If you go back to the betting show, we talk about both the other Penske cars. Um, so I'm all in on Ford this week. It's going to be a Ford-heavy lineup for me with probably some Chase Elliott in there, of course. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I really like Austin Sendrick, 7,700 this week. Speaking of Fords, can uh, can I do the I just cannot quit you uh, thing again? <laughs> again, for betting, we know, we've talked about it several times over, that Kevin Harvick is, is persona non grata by and large, especially when we're betting on a win. But <laughs> I, can, I cannot quit Kevin Harvick. He was well on his way to at least giving you a decent DFS day last week before he got caught up in the nonsense of one of those big wrecks and ended up finishing 33rd. The week before at our M&M's Fan Appreciation 400, he had a rough day as well uh, where he only gave you nine points. But before that, in New Hampshire, he gave you 59, gave you 33 uh, at the Quaker State 400, 52 at the Quick Trip 250, 61 in Sonoma. Like, he's had good days. He's had fantastic fantasy days. He may not be the driver that he once was, but he definitely can find ways to give you good fantasy performances. And again, when you're building DFS lineups, that's what you want. You want a rock-solid guy. He's averaging averaging 36 points per race, which, again, is not bad for a guy priced $8,400. When you look at a guy like Kyle Larson, who's only averaging 31 points, and he's priced at $10,000, uh, over $10,000. So for the amount of value you're getting for a guy like Kevin Harvick, I seem, I actually think that he's going to do well this week. I'm praying that he wins because the guy has, has so many wins on this track. He's made 41 starts. Just let that sink into you. 41 starts dating back to 2001. The guy has driven around this, time, this track 41 times. In that, he's got 21 top 10s, 15 top 5s, and 5. 5 wins does Kevin Harvick. You want to know when they were? 2020, he had two of them. 2019, he had one of them. 2018, he had another one. And then he finished second in the spring race of 2018. On top of that, second place in 2013, 2013, 2014, 2014. The dude runs Michigan well. And for fantasy purposes, that is what I'm looking for. Has this season been the greatest? No. But sometimes you just got to put your faith that a guy is going to be able to figure it out on a track that he just runs well yeah if you look back through my entire season of, of guys i've played kevin harvick is probably one of the top guys on that list because you know what you're getting with him yes he's not going to go lead every lap anymore he's not going to win a bunch of races like he did just a couple years ago but he's going to be consistently up there with good finishes almost every week stuff happens every once in a while he gets in a wreck a brake failure something hits the wall and he doesn't get those finishes, but a majority of the time, a great DFS play, a great fantasy play, especially for where you're getting him at. You're getting him at 8,400. He's not $10,900 like a Chase Elliott. He doesn't need to score all those points. He just needs to score you the right amount of points, and that's something you can rely on for him. So especially for like cash games, he is one of the safest plays you can have. Again, anything can happen, of course, but week in and week out, you know where he's going to be. You know what he's going to get from you. And you can almost just expect that to happen almost every week. Love Kevin Harvick week in and week out. Again, big on the Ford train this week. He falls into that boat as well. So, 
yeah, I love this play. And, and you know, Kevin Harvick, I think we could play him every week, and you're never wrong on that. Look, when the guy wins four out of five races in a you know three in a row, four out of five, it's it it means something. Like I again, I know we love to to joke about writing Kevin How, Car, Kevin Harvick off, and not for nothing, but you know at the same time. The guy hasn't forgotten completely how to drive. It just hasn't been his year. And you talked about laps led. Look, a couple of years ago, he led 90 in that 2020 race, 92 the race before, 108 in 2018. So he's fully capable of leading laps on this track as well. So, uh, again, if you buy into, even if he starts toward the front, which he has done several times over, he started 8th in 2021 or 2021. But here's the good thing. Hell of a fantasy day in that fall of, of 2020 when he started 20th, finished first, uh, and led 90 laps along the way. If you had Harvick that day in fantasy, you were cashing for sure. But again, you know, even if he starts up front, the laps led can get you where you need to be as well. So, And we've seen it with this new car too. Like if you can get in clean air out front, you're going to lead some laps. So, you know, if he runs the good qualifying lap, starts in the front row, if he can jump out there, he's going to lead so many laps until strategy and stuff changes and cycles out of there. Same thing. His pits crew has really been on it the last few weeks. They made some changes there. He was not happy with his pit crew. I don't remember what he called them, but it wasn't wankers. pretty. He called them wankers. That's wankers. That's what it was, which interesting choice of a word. I don't know that wankers would have been one that I would have picked, but Hey, you know, it works. It got the changes he wanted. It seemed to have worked out well for him. But again, just super reliable guy. And he does have the potential. He could lead some laps. He could win the race. So you've got that on top of an almost guaranteed solid performance. So Kevin Harvick each and every week, again, at a track where he's been so good like this, especially a smash play for me. Indeed. All right. Well, to fit these folks in, you're going to need some drivers that aren't quite so expensive. We're going to give those to you when we come back for stage three. But I want to ask you if you knew that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy. Yeah, that little hat and sunglasses don't do anything for you. So without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISPs, all sorts of other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN. It makes it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting one 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It really is that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. So your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. I know you, you like to shop around. 
you like to find the best price on just about everything that you possibly can and betting is no different you are looking for all of the odds that you can find from all of the books that you can find and why go to several different tabs on your computer it slows it down you have to keep clicking stop doing that Right now, head over to Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? Well, it's not only a place where you can find every type of bet that you can find and across all kinds of trusted books that you could possibly ask for, but it also has a feature that you can look up where a team is against the spread, where they've been lately and what they've done, how they perform on the over-unders, how they performed on the money line. You can shop and you can compare games and, and all sorts of sports in one single place. It literally puts it right there for you so you do not have to open up all kinds of tabs on your computer. If you're like me, you have 15 tabs open because you're trying to shop around for 15 different books. Stop doing that. All you got to do now is go to oddstrader.com takes care of all of it for you they got handicapping play-by-play -play updates live scores and bet tracking you can even keep track of all your bets in one place as well this will change your life right now go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire find it there odds trader it is literally the number one site for all of your game day bets talking dfs here on the nascar gambling podcast and we like value <laughs> we've always liked value we will continue to like value and uh this is the part of the show where we give you the low price drivers that we feel have the most upside to give you a nice little edge in your tournaments or your uh cash plays to fit in some of these more expensive guys so cody who are you looking at down there in the uh, in the bargain barrel exactly uh so and actually all six of our drivers fit in this week so uh we can we can play a lineup for the show but uh, yeah, you know, kind of digging down a little bit, but not even having to go d all the way down. Harrison Burton and that number twenty-one Wood Brothers car. He's only six thousand dollars this week. Again, back to the Ford thing, back to the Penske thing. Wood Brothers is an extension of Penske Racing. It's not exactly a Penske car, but it comes from their shop. It comes out of their house. And again, this is a car that. Wood Brothers and Ford have been synonymous for ever together. So when they come to Michigan, this is one of those places they want to show off. Ford wants to give them that extra boost. And, and you know, they've been a Ford team for so long throughout history. So they're going to get that boost. Harrison Burton, beginning of the season on our you know preseason shows, we were talking about stuff. I was not sold at all. I mentioned he was going to have to prove it to me. I didn't think he deserved the ride. I thought he was only getting it because he's Jeff Burton's son, because he brings money to the table, and he would have to prove it to me. He's beginning to prove it to me. He has run very well the last month or so. I mean, and very well, relatively speaking, for, for what you're expecting from a guy this far down. He's not been as impressive as an Austin Sindrick and stuff like that. But at third place last week was absolutely incredible. All the rookies did a great job last week. Again, that race was kind of a shit show. But even some 25th, some 26th, he had a 10th place back at Atlanta. He was 11th in the Coca-Cola 600. That's extremely impressive. Um, he had a 14th at Darlington, a tough track. And he's had some pretty good DFS days. So 51 points last week, 21, 22 
a 21.318. Those solid days will be good enough for a guy like this. But he's got the 51 last week. Um, and Atlanta, he had 55. The Coke 600, he had 38. Kansas, a similar track to this, 26. He had 40 at Darlington, 29 um, in another one, 27. So there's a few here and there, really. I mean, he's got a 12. He has one where he got a 1 and one where he had a minus 1.6, and that was a plate track. But really, he's not getting you minus points or even super low point totals each and every week. So another guy you can kind of rely on for a decent amount of points, and he's got a ceiling that he can do well. We've seen it before at this track with this car. Ryan Blaney ran really well here in this car. Um, I want to say even uh, Matt Benedetto had some decent runs here. I'd have to look back at that for sure. But, again, big on Ford this week, big on Penske. Wood Brothers part of the Penske stable. And Harrison Burton has been impressing me. And uh, this is probably the first time I've been on him in any sort of way officially this year. So, so he's finally starting to win me over. Uh, I will. I will tell you. Yes, you are correct. That Matt DiBenedetto actually did have a few good runs in this. He had a sixth place finish last year on this track. So again, not a bad finish for uh, a guy that was a seventh place finish uh, the week or the year before in the in the 2020 race in the fall. Uh, so yeah, Matt DiBenedetto. Yeah. So that even. I mean. I didn't know that. I, I thought I remembered that, but I hadn't even looked at that. So that even goes to the point even more where Blaney ran so well in this car. De Benedetto ran well in this car. Again, I really think they get that extra boost here in Ford's backyard, which we've beat to death this week, but for a good reason, because I think it's going to make a difference. You pointed out earlier, seven wins in a row by Ford. Do I think Harrison Burton's winning this week? Probably not. If he does, that's going to be some crazy shit happening. I would guess, but a solid run, a top 10 possibly, but even a top 20 from a guy like this at such a cheap price. Again, only $6,000 uh, on the, the slate here. And that's, you know, you're, you're getting down to, you know, it goes all the way down to 4,800 with BJ McLeod, but you don't need to dig down that far for these guys that aren't going to get you any points hardly when you can get a guy that's been reliable. He's gotten you a good amount of points, and he has the opportunity to get you extra points that push you over the top. And that is kind of where I'm going right now with my value pick at $6,500, and it's Michael McDowell. Look, man, the guy has consistently given you at least five times the value of his salary. You, and right now he's averaging about 30 points per race. He's $6,500, like I said. Look back at some of the things that he's done. He, he 35 points last week. He started seventh, finished eighth. A hell of a run by Michael McDowell. And actually to avoid a lot of that junk at the end, uh, that was just good on him to be able to actually hang tight there. Um, the week before, he had 53 points. He was at 6,500 there. Uh, 28 points at the Quaker State 400. Not a, not a great day. Uh, 34 points at Quick Trip. But, you know, 42 points at Sonoma where he was $7,100. But he's consistently given you somewhere in the vicinity of five to six times uh, the return on value for for his salary. And, you know, Cody talked a lot about it, where a lot of these guys that you're digging around for, even the Corey, the Joys, the Gragsons, the Ty Dillons, the Gillilands, the Wares, like those guys are not 
there at the end of the race a lot of the times, and, and it's it's difficult to predict when they're going to have a good race. But McDowell, it's not difficult to predict that he's going to have a decent finish. Eighth place last week, eighth place the week before, uh, a couple of bad finishes there, but again, eighth place, third place, eighth place. The guy's been there, and he's been able to give you the points uh, along the way. So at 6,500, I, I really do like the upside of McDowell here on this track. Agreed. I have a DFS article coming out later this week. A little spoiler alert. McDowell was in there. He's a guy that I cannot quit. Again, like Harvick, a majority of weeks, he finds his way into a lot of my lineups because you know what you're going to get from him. His crew chief is suspended. Um, they, they backed out of their appeal, and his suspension starts this week. The crew chief suspension thing means absolutely nothing to me with the technology they have these days. And those guys possibly have more tools at their hand when they're suspended and not allowed to be sitting on the pit box than they do when they're not. His new crew chief has been amazing. This team has been solid. Maybe they had a little bit extra going on at Pocono, but again, last week he had another great run. I think we're going to keep seeing it from him. He's been solid. He's a reliable guy, a veteran driver, knows what he's doing. He's been to these tracks a million times at this point, knows how to stay out of trouble, knows how to put up a good performance. Again, another Ford. So we're just all all over the Ford thing this week. But I again, that's that's a hill we're both willing to die on this week. Is we're very very much expecting a lot out of Ford. We think it's going to be a big Ford weekend. And uh, yeah, Michael McDowell, I love this play. Uh, and again, you can squeeze all these guys in, and you actually you've got plenty of room to play with to. to uh, change things up as well. You still have $1,400 after you put these six guys in. So you could change some things up here and there. But again, obviously early in the week and you got to look at starting positions and all of that. But I think these are six very solid guys to take into the weekend that can all be played no matter where they start in different ways, shapes and forms for how you're building your your DFS lineups and your fantasy lineups for all your games for, for this weekend. Indeed. Who are they again? Well, there's Ryan Blaney at 9,300, which is Cody's pick. My pick at the high price is Kyle Larson, 10,700. Cody uh, wants Austin Sindrick at 7,700. I'll take Kevin Harvick at 8,400 and probably cry again into any bowl of ice cream that I get uh, later on. Harrison Burton is Cody's value choice at 6,000. Michael McDowell is mine at 6,500. Ladies and gentlemen, again, if you would like, get into the Discord channel. We will put up our DFS contest of the week where you can just take mine and Cody's money. Uh, Cody, he parts with it a little bit harder than I do, but uh, yeah, <laughs> if you want the money, it's there for you. Come play with us in the Discord channel. We'll post it there uh, once the, the prices get completely solidified and running positions are, are there. Cody's pretty good about putting it up there thursday friday for you to join get in there and uh, and play with us man have some fun let's let's uh let's let's play some dfs together it's always a great time so cody as we wrap things up why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media yes find me on twitter at husker underscore zeb uh, i talked about it at the end of the betting show ton of stuff out this week nfl stuff even uh, i got rookie of the year article for some some good solid bets i like to make some money on the nfl season there uh, ton of stuff, DFS article, IndyCar article, Xfinity article. I'll be out later this week. Other stuff in the works. Check out all three episodes of the NASCAR gambling podcast. Of course, the brand new F1 gambling podcast. We had a super successful first week. 
that was a lot of fun. A couple weeks off now, but but we've got some content lined up for you and then keep getting in the rhythm of that and, and getting that built up. So I'm super excited for that show. I had a blast on the first one. Can't record to or can't wait to record our one this week. But uh, yeah, so follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb and uh, follow the show on Twitter as well at NASCAR Gambling. Indeed, get into that Discord. It is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord where we will continue this conversation and continue to talk to you all weekend long as we always do. We love you guys. We love you guys so much. We are so thrilled to continue to bring you this show and to be a part of the SGPN community and your guys' community. I can't even say enough thank you guys because we just we love doing this and we're going to continue to do this until you say stop and then we'll still do it because who cares we're, we love it we're having fun but uh, yes ladies and gentlemen follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. find us in the Discord channel read all my stuff on the Sports Gambling Podcast website and of course on the Sportsbook Review website as well just keep hanging out with us man we're having a great time F1 is next uh, we'll be on this feed for the time being but we'll get our own once that happens. Uh, yeah, join us there. Till next time, everybody. Let's go racing. Let it ride. <laughs>